Welcome to The Nourished Nervous System, an exploration of stress, the nervous system, and transformative self-care practices for parents and other humans through the lenses of Ayurveda, holistic coaching, somatic practices, herbs, and much, much more. I'm the host, Kristen Timchak, a holistic life coach, Ayurvedic educator, herbalist, and mother of a tiny human. Please join me for information, insight, deep thoughts, and small steps to help you nourish your nervous system. Hello, friend. Welcome, or welcome back to the Nourish Nervous System. This is going to be a shorter episode because it's school vacation week and my son is home. And so once again, I'm recording during weekly screen time, which I'm trying to keep somewhat in check. So it's getting toward the end of holiday season. And I know for many folks, the holidays are a mixed bag and can be really stressful. And I know that this year is especially complicated with everything that's happening in the world right now. And I also just can't believe another year is ending. It seems like the past few years, I guess since the pandemic, each new year has felt like it's had this sentiment that, well, this year has got to be better than last. And yet the world just keeps getting weirder. But I don't think this is a reason to stop trying or to give up or to fall into despair. I actually think quite the opposite. I think maybe this means we need to start really thinking out of the box and finding ways to come together and bridge gaps and create the world we want in a million small gestures. And I think folks are doing that. And I think we come to the new year with a hope of a fresh start, a new beginning. But it's interesting because New Year's is kind of this arbitrary date. It's the beginning of the calendar year, but it's also the middle of winter in the Northern Hemisphere and the middle of summer in the Southern Hemisphere. And energetically, it's just not a time of new beginning. Energetically, winter is a time of symbolic death, of going inside and tending to the internal, of really saving resources and energy and not putting out more. And summer is a time of blooming and reaching completion. It's a full energy output. And so New Year's, instead of happening in the spring when the energy is like this tender unfurling and life is returning, it happens in winter or summer, depending on where you live in the world. And I get it. We need to have a consistent calendar and have the world on the same page for taxes and laws and stuff. But maybe we need to put less pressure on New Year's. I think winter is a great time to take stock to do inner work, to dream, envision. And I think New Year's resolutions, when done with the right intention, can totally be that. I do think our world will probably get a bit weirder before it gets better. So maybe lowering our expectations for what a new year brings will, while also dialing up our practices that help to keep us regulated and resilient in a world that feels chaotic could be a really good path. And sometimes... I catch myself wondering when things will go back to quote unquote normal. And I just keep on having to remind myself that this is normal in this current incarnation of the world. And I wonder when I'm asking myself that question, if what I'm really asking is when will things feel more stable? And 
There have just been so many destabilizing events over the past few years, definitely, definitely in the world at large and also in my own personal life. And the stability of capitalism and our systems, they just offer an illusion of stability. It's not something we can truly lean against because it's not working for most people's best interests. But I do think we can find more stability And I think it comes from being more resilient and from building community. So one of the things I love about Ayurveda is it teaches me that we are a part of nature. We are not separate from nature, that everything has its cycles and seasons, that life is not static. It's always moving. And being in balance means to be able to move with life to actually constantly be coming off balance just a little bit and finding that center place again and again and again. And I think so often we try to control our outer environment in order to stay in balance. I do this all the time. And having a small child really highlights to me all the ways I want to control. But there's so much that happens in our lives that is completely or mostly out of our control. And so... Instead of putting so much energy into trying to control, trying to keep things the same and live in the illusion of stability, I'm really working on building my resilience so that I can better handle being off balance. So I can handle all the constant changes and it creates a different kind of stability. It's not the stability of the impenetrable castle Because if you've read any fantasy stories, you know that even the seemingly impenetrable castle has a loophole, a secret passageway or magic portal or something. But it's actually the stability I'm going for is the stability of like a trapeze artist that can fall and catch themselves again. It may not always look stable from the outside as they swing and flip and fall, but they've put in the practice to know their bodies so they know how to fall with the least impact. And when they actually are doing the practice, they have a net beneath them so they can build confidence for the real deal. And I guess they also, they have often have other trapeze artists that work together and catch each other. So the safety net is your small daily practices that help to regulate your nervous system. All the tools in your tool belt that you practice and help you move through the small stuff the things that bring you alive and connect you on a daily basis. And the other trapeze artists are your friends, your family, your community, the people you can lean on who can help catch you when you fall, the people that you are cultivating resilience with, however that looks for you. And there's a stability in doing your inner growth work and knowing yourself And there's a stability in learning new skills. And there's a stability in keeping your body, mind, and spirit healthy. And there's a stability in surrounding yourself with people you can be real with and who will be real with you. And learning how to ask for help and lean on each other a little more. There's a stability in knowing that you can feel really big feelings and break down and spin out and then find your center again. And there's a stability in learning what you can control and what you have to let go of. And I'm learning this again and again in sometimes really painful ways in raising a small child. 
there's so many moments when I'm trying to decipher whether I'm holding a boundary that's important or am I just trying to control? And it's so humbling to realize how much I'm trying to control. And I also know it's it's natural and it's a part of this relationship between a parent and uh, that two to four or five-year-old age. And probably, you know, all of parenting, but this is as far as I've gotten so far. I know that my con- my control is partly rooted in fear. And I think maybe not all the time, but I think sometimes when we've moved into certain types of control, we've moved out of trust. I think about when I'm a backseat driver with my partner, I've moved out of trusting that he's paying attention and I feel the need to control and let him know that the car in front of us is braking. Can you please slow down? And I guess that is another aspect of being a trapeze artist is this trust in their own bodies and their capabilities and a trust that the other person is going to catch them. So there's a surrender, but it isn't a naive, throw everything to the wind kind of surrender. It's a surrender that comes from knowing that they've practiced and prepared to the best of their ability. And I also don't want to come off sounding like I think control is a bad thing. I don't think any of this stuff is good or bad as long as there's awareness around it. Everything has context. There are times when control is really important. And for me, I think the practices recognizing when control is making me rigid and when it's disconnecting me from myself, from my child, from my partner, from my community, and trying to let go and soften a little bit in those moments to trust a little more. It's nuance. And I am definitely no expert at it, but I'm tuning into my body and I'm listening and I'm learning and growing and fumbling and bumbling and You know, I'm just, I'm making mistakes and trying to do better. And ultimately, I think that's the path. It's kind of messy and it doesn't fit into a box. It's a lot of trial and error and research. But every once in a while, I have these moments when I can tell it's working, when I feel more connected to the people around me, when I can let go, when I can trust, when the net of self-care I'm creating catches me. And I may not be a full trapeze artist yet. I might still just be in training, but I'm looking less to the outside world for my sense of stability and learning how to create it internally and around me, not by myself, but also with the people who I'm surrounding myself with. Okay. That was a ramble. And I was actually planning on doing this episode about sugar because it's the holidays and sugar is a thing, but this came out instead, so I just went with it. So sugar will be another time, and I guess I'll just practice being flexible and and going with this because this clearly wanted to be spoken. So if you're interested in going a little deeper into self-care and resilience. I have a Nourished for Resilience workbook on my website. It's free. It's at www.nourishednervoussystem.com slash resilience workbook. And it has an assessment tool, some questions for reflection, and a habit tracker to begin making some small changes. I'll also leave a link to it in the show notes. 
And I also just want to say that I've had some people tell me that they've had a hard time accessing my website, I think particularly through Microsoft, and they get a security warning saying that my website is possibly uh, unsafe or a phishing site. And I'm working on resolving it, but it seems that what I've tried isn't working so far. But I can totally assure you that www.nourishednervoussystem.com is a completely legit and safe website. I run it using Kajabi, which is a super reputable platform, and it's definitely not being used for scamming or phishing or anything malevolent. I think if you have that window pop up, there's like a button where you can send feedback to the company. And so if you do that, then you shouldn't have a problem getting into the site. Okay, so for your small step this week, if you are feeling unstable in an area in your life or with the state of the world or with the holiday season, whatever it is, see if you can find something that you can make a touch point of stability. It could be a person you can reach out to or a small practice or ritual and affirmation or some sort of something that helps you feel more alive, that helps you navigate the constantly changing, balancing act of life and begin to just use that touch point when when you're in times, use it both in times when you're feeling good and you're feeling stable but then also begin to let it start to build that safety net when to catch you when you're feeling less stable. Okay, friend, I hope that you're doing well. I hope that you're finding some small moments of connection and joy. And I hope that you have a great new year. May 2024 be the best yet. I'm joking. Have a great, have a great rest of your week and I will talk to you soon. Bye. Hey there. Thanks so much for listening. I'm feeling slightly less awkward, but this podcast thing is still a big learning curve. So I appreciate you staying tuned as I learn. If you are enjoying the podcast, please rate and review. It helps me get seen by people besides my friends. And if you are not enjoying the podcast, I hope you're not still listening because life is way too short to listen to podcasts you don't like.